When the Son of Man comes in his glory, he will sit upon his glorious throne, and all the nations will be assembled before him, and he will separate them one from another. Uh, in this time of disruption to our ecclesial and civil life, uh, I must say it was uh, not so easy to compose some words for today, but I have just these just simple reflections on, on today's feast of Christ the King. The first consideration is that the Son of Man will sit on his throne. Now, when speaking of himself as the Son of Man uh, rather than the Son of God, Jesus is referring to himself in his sacred humanity. So Jesus as man will sit on his throne uh, as a king when he comes again. The second consideration is that he will come to judge. And uh, whom will he judge? We're told in today's gospel they will come to judge the nations. Yes, he will judge each one of us as individuals, but there will be a, a judgment of each nation. And this demonstrates Jesus' authority over nations and earthly rulers. For some, his judgment will result in them going to eternal punishment. For others, to eternal life. So, you know, let's uh, be clear, there is a hell. I mean, Jesus says so. Um, our job is to make sure we work at our salvation so that we get to heaven and that we work at getting as many souls as possible uh, into heaven with us. We read in the Book of Wisdom at chapter 6, Listen therefore, O kings, and understand. Learn, O judges of the ends of the earth. Give ear, you that rule over multitudes and boast of many nations. For, you, for your dominion was given you from the Lord and your sovereignty from the Most High who will search out your works and inquire into your plans. Because as servants of his kingdom, you did not rule rightly or keep the law or walk according to the purpose of God. He will therefore come upon you terribly and swiftly because severe judgment falls on those in high places. For the lowliest may be pardoned in mercy, but the mighty will be mightily tested. So it's important that we pray for our leaders, that they govern in accordance with God's purpose. Even if they do not acknowledge the kingship of Christ in their personal lives, they will be judged according to how they cared for those lowest mentioned in the gospel today, the hungry, the thirsty, the stranger, those lacking clothing or a home, the sick, the imprisoned. And we could surely add to this list uh, the unborn, who are dependent on us for their very right to be born and for, their, and for their right to life. The third consideration is that we must allow Christ to reign over us. As Pope Pius XI wrote when instituting this feast in 1925, Christ must be allowed to reign in our hearts, minds, and wills. He reigns in our hearts and minds because he is very truth and that it is from him that truth must be obediently received by all mankind. He is king of hearts, too, by reason of his charity, which exceeds all knowledge, and by reason of his mercy and kindness, which draw all men to him. For never has it been known, nor will it ever be, 
that man be loved so much and so universally as by Jesus Christ our Lord. He must reign in our wills, just as in him, his human will was perfectly and entirely obedient to the holy will of God the Father. By his grace and inspiration, he brings our free wills under his subjection so that we can accomplish great things in the promotion of his kingdom on earth and achieve the heights of holiness. And finally, although we speak of a separation of a church and state at times, the church has always understood that all men individually, in families or estates, should be under the dominion of Christ. As Pope Pius XI wrote, in him, Christ, is the salvation of the individual. In him is the salvation of society. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given to men whereby we must be saved. He is the author of happiness and true prosperity for every man and for every nation. For a nation is happy when its citizens are happy. What else is a nation but a number of men living in concord? If therefore the rulers of nations wish to preserve their authority, Pope Pius XI continues, to promote and increase the prosperity of their countries, they will not neglect the public duty of reverence and obedience to the rule of Christ. What we said at the beginning of our pontificate concerning the decline of public authority and the lack of respect for the same is equally true at the present day. With God and Jesus Christ, we said, excluded from political life, with authority derived not from God but from man, the very basis of that authority has been taken away because the chief reason of the distinction between ruler and subject has been eliminated. The result is that human society is tottering to its fall because it is no longer a secure and solid foundation. Words written in 1925. Well, let us make of our souls, our hearts, a worthy throne for the Son of Man whom we receive at Mass in Holy Communion today. Frequent confession is an invaluable means uh, for, for preparing our hearts to be such thrones. Jesus created us precisely so that he could dwell within us sacramentally in Holy Communion. May Christ reign over, reign over us now so that me, we may dwell in his heavenly kingdom forever. Cuando venga el Hijo del Hombre rodeado de su gloria, se sentará en su trono de gloria y serán congregadas antes de él todas las naciones y él apartará, apartará a los unos de los otros. En primera consideración, el Hijo del Hombre se sentará en su trono. Al hablar de, de, su mismo, de sí mismo como Hijo del Hombre, uh, en vez de Hijo del Dios, Jesús se refiere a sí mismo en su sagrada humanidad. Jesús como hombre se sentará en este trono como rey. Segundo, él juzgará. ¿A quién juzgará? Las naciones. Si, si nos juzgará a cada uno de nosotros como individuos, pero habrá un, ju un juicio sobre cada nación. Esto demuestra la autoridad del Jesús sobre las naciones y los gobernantes terrenales. 
para algunos su juicio resultará en que irán al castigo et eterno, para otros a la vida eterna. Entonces, sí, hay infierno, hay eh, cielo. Tenemos que trabajar para entrar en el cielo y traer uh, um, uh, muchas almas uh, con nosotros. Por lo tanto, debemos orar por nuestros líderes para que gobiernen de acuerdo con el propósito de Dios. Incluso si no reconocen la realeza de Cristo en su vida personal, serán juzgados de acuerdo con la forma en que se preocuparon por los más humildes mencionados en el Evangelio de hoy, los hambrientos, los sedientos, los forasteros, los que no tienen ropa o, una, o hogar, los enfermos, los presos. Seguramente deberíamos agregar a esto los no nacidos, que dependen de nosotros por su derecho a existir. Tercero, consideración, debe permitirse que Cristo reine en nuestros corazones, mentes y voluntades. Él reina en nuestros corazones y mentes porque Él es la verdad y es de Él que la verdad debe ser recibida obedientemente por toda la humanidad. Él es rey de corazones también por su caridad que sobrepasa todo conocimiento y por su misericordia y bondad que atraen a todos los hombres hacia Él, porque el hombre nunca ha sido amado tanto y tan universalmente como por Jesucristo. Él debe rellenar nuestras voluntades, así como en Él su voluntad humana fue perfecta y enteramente obediente a la santa voluntad de Dios Padre. Por su gracia, gracia e inspiración, Él somete nuestro libre, libre albedrío a su sujeción para que podamos lograr grandes cosas en la promoción de su reino en la tierra y alcanzar las alturas de la santidad. Finalmente, aunque a veces hablamos de una separación de iglesia y Estado, la iglesia siempre ha entendido como todos, que todos los hombres, individualmente, en familias o como estados, deben estar bajo el dominio de Cristo. Como escribió el Papa Pío X cuando instituyó esta fiesta en 1925, en él, Cristo, está la salvación del individuo, en él está la salvación de la sociedad. Tampoco hay salvación en ningún otro, porque no hay otro nombre bajo el cielo, dado a los hombres, por el cual debamos ser salvos. Él es el autor de la felicidad y la verdadera prosperidad para cada hombre y para cada nación. Si, por lo tanto, los gobernantes de las naciones desean preservar su autoridad, promover y aumentar la prosperidad de sus países, no descuidarán el deber público de, deber público de reverencia y obediencia al gobierno de Cristo. Con Dios y Jesucristo, excluidos de la vida política, con la autoridad derivada no de Dios sino del hombre, la base misma de esa autoridad ha sido quitada, y la sociedad humana se tambalea hacia su caída, porque ya no tiene una base sólida y segura. 
que hagamos de nuestras almas, de nuestros corazones, un trono digno para el Hijo del Hombre, a quien recibimos en la Sagrada Comunión. La confesión frecuente es un medio uh, inestimable para, para esto. Jesús nos creó para que pudiera morar en nosotros, sacramentalmente, en la Sagrada Comunión. Que Cristo reino, reine sobre nosotros ahora, para que podamos morar en su reino celestial para siempre.